Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Thanks for Asking. On today's episode of the show, we want to talk about emotional well-being, um, mental health, you know, just <laughs> unpacking and, you know, just making sure that you feel free in your head, right? And I have a guest on the show today. Drum roll! My drum roll is not working. <laughs> I have a guest on the show today. Um, please welcome Pauline Aimi Okegwale. Pauline is a counselor, a life coach, and she does a lot of amazing work in the mental health space. And I, I've been waiting to bring her on the podcast. So welcome, Pauline. Thank you, Doris. Thank you. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Very well. Very well. Are you happy to be here? Absolutely. Do you want anything? Do you want a drink? Do you want some alcohol? <laughs> I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm okay. Yes, thank you. Okay, all right. <laughs> thank you once again for being here. Yes. So, um, Pauline, if you don't mind, could you just introduce yourself and tell them what you do? Okay, my name is Pauline Aimiokagwadi, like Doris said. I'm a coach and a counsellor, uh, a coach on emotional intelligence and anger management. I'm also a mental health first aider, and I'm the founder of Talk Initiative. Talk is an acronym for Teach, Aid, Love, and Kindle. Oh, teach aid, love, and Kindle. Kindle. Oh, yes. hmm, sounds very American, you know. Pauline <laughs> <Thank laughs> is not on our level at all. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this issue of mental health, right, is becoming some kind of a buzzword. Uh-huh. For some of us, we've, you know, like myself, I've, I became aware of it very early on because I used to have mood swings and I thought they were just very normal things to have, you know. We can even excuse it like, oh, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpios are moody, you know, all those things that we used to <laughs> attach to our star sign. So sometimes you feel down, you're moody, like you said. Mm-hmm. You Sometimes you even have a complete mental breakdown and you don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you should speak to somebody, a professional, you know, do a few assessments and then get a proper diagnosis. And then it is there's no health without mental health. So your physical health and your mental health are like, the same thing the same way to give your body you should take care of your mental state your mind oh okay yeah thank you and i think um just adding to what you said somebody sort of said that um the way we look at our physical health let's say you say you have malaria you have typhoid fever uh-huh. you have a broken limb or you had an accident and you go to the hospital it's the exact same way that we should treat our brain or yes, our mind because mind. the brain is an, an organ it's a yes. normal organ that uses oxygen uses blood yes. everything so yes. Um, it's not something that is one very big thing that people cannot even conceive. Yes, that absolutely. We are, we are, we are currently not, we are absolutely. feeling sick in our mind, you know. It's yeah. normal, it happens. Every organ of our body after a while starts to, you know, maybe might be tired for a bit or yeah, wear out or whatever. So to be that's the same, yeah, exactly, it has to be nurtured. Um, so now that we've established what mental health is, what exactly is therapy? Because or counseling, or you know, people always say, oh, "Are you sure you don't want to talk to a therapist or yeah. a shrink, all of that?" So what what is that really? So I hear sometimes people use coaching, counseling, and therapy interchangeably, but they're not yeah. the same technically. So counseling counseling is simply focusing on a particular area of the client's life so mm-hmm. you say counselor you want to focus on your family or your career whatever it is that is the case but for therapy you are going to focus on several areas so you focus on childhood talk about relationships friendships you know work and several other stuff and then the techniques for therapy is quite um it's more intense than counseling so mm-hmm. it just focuses on the broader 
aspects of okay, your life okay, than right. particular area. Right. So therapy is most like a longer intervention. Yes, you know? longer. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Okay. Hmm. Um. Well, I just recently took up therapy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yay. I'm proud to say that because um, you know. In the past, there used to be this kind of thing where you could mm-hmm. go and seek therapy or whatever, and you would have to hide it. But now, I'm, I'm finding that a lot of young people, we mm-hmm. our minds are very open towards it now. Yeah. You know, people talk to therapists, people have therapies that they are paying because therapy is not actually it's not cheap. You know, mm-hmm. so um, for me, I recently dealt with some disappointments that I caused myself and it was just very difficult for me to move on from that. You know, I was used to mood swings. I understand mood swings. I understand the ones that we have when we have our period. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even it. I just couldn't get myself out of that hole, right? And I realized I had to talk to somebody and talking to a friend wasn't going to be sufficient at the time. I needed mm-hmm. a professional to help me get through all the emotions that I was, you know, that I was dealing with at the time. And then I saw therapy and... I'm currently going through that process and I can say it's one of the best things I've done with my money this year, you know, so um, I quite agree with you that the same way if I was feeling sick, I would go into a hospital, they would do tests yes, for me, yes, they would, you know, then yes. prescribe medication and whatever. It's the same way talking to a therapist would help you, yes. um, what's it called, you know, they also prescribe what you could, the kind of work you can do to get, to through, get through, get through that. What you're going, what you're dealing with. Yeah. At any point in time. So, um, ideally, Pauline, how do people seek help or talk to a therapist? What are the different methods or, or what's the word, avenues that you mm-hmm. can use in getting this help? I think that there are several people out there that do this thing professionally. So, you can Google, you can find them online, you can go, walk into an office and just, you know, it's just like 45 minutes to one hour uh-huh. weekly. And then there's several, several means that like you can just Google therapist near me. And yeah, then or even can, find on Instagram. I yes, found mine on Instagram. On Instagram. And she, yeah, and then she had worked with a friend of mine as well. So I just asked and she gave, she, exactly, yeah. she gave a great recommendation. And so yeah, everywhere. Oh, you so it's quite accessible ask. now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm saying this because, you know, with hospitals or with physical health, there's a hospital everywhere. We're yeah. used to walking into. But for some people, the first thing is where do I go to? What's, where do I start? So start on the internet. You can Google yes. therapists in Lekki or whatever. You see some of them have their rates up there. Pop they up, have yeah. their details and everything. So, you yeah. know. so what are some of the benefits of, of therapy? So therapy helps you to deal with issues that you did not even know that you had. Okay. Yes. So when you go into therapy, you're going to you're going to take assessments that will dig up your childhood. Now most of us have experiences that that we had in childhood that affects our adult lives and what therapy does is to dig out those things and mm. then some some we have dealt with some we have not even touched right. so what therapy does for you is you go into those deep areas those dark areas that you've you buried and said you know what i'm good i'm fine you lied to yourself my dear so <laughs> <laughs> you go in there and then you do the work and then mm. you get yourself to a really 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 good place it will be really tough that's heads up it'll be mm. really tough but Very. it's worth it it's really mm. really worth it okay so you come out feeling better come out feeling lighter happier and you know mm. several other positive things yeah i also think um it, aside of you've talked about maybe overcoming like past trauma childhood issues and all of that also some life coaches and counselors help you sort of plan your future yes, as well so yes. what may be holding you back maybe some of the issues you've come to discuss with them so yes. they can now help you work with you to form some kind of a plan or a blueprint on how you want to deal with other, deal things. With other things going forward mm-hmm. it could be your career it could be that oh i'm stuck i haven't been able to do anything professionally for the mm-hmm. past four years mm-hmm. you will not understand that it's something from the past that's holding, holding you down you know yes. so that is another benefit that you can get from you know going to therapy, to therapy. 
And there's this thing here, mm-hmm. but in this world called copy mechanisms, mm-hmm. what has <laughs> held a lot of people, <laughs> myself inclusive, um, mm-hmm. down. I think copy mechanisms are things that are that are good. Looking at them, it's fine. This is how I Generally, cope. You know? yes. Yeah. So when I'm sad, I eat. When I'm not happy, I smoke. Examples. Yes. When I'm whatever, like some people use different things. Some people is work. They just work and work and work. So they are healthy and they are unhealthy coping mechanisms. Can you tell us a bit about this? Okay, so um, let, let's let's start with the unhealthy coping mechanisms. Unhealthy coping mechanisms are the things that you do to distract yourself from how you feel mm. about a certain situation or a certain issue. Yes. Right. So like you said, you work. Some people smoke. Some people drink themselves to stupor. Some people just you know block or they numb. Mm. themselves and they just well, they just go on instagram and just social media just is now another people, people, crazy one people eat mm. when they feel like and just just, just try to, trying to avoid whatever it is that they are feeling mm. and what that does for you is it just doesn't take it away it just puts it on pause mm. so when you finish eating and drinking and smoking you will come back <laughs> come and back. you will meet it there yes. so what's the point really? and that's what i think that's also what leads to addiction because this is a short fix right yeah so i'm feeling down mm-hmm. i eat after I'm done eating, it comes back again. What's I eat next? some more again. Exactly. So yeah. Or you sleep. So when you wake up from the sleep, the problem is still there. It's still there waiting yeah. for you. So yeah. what are the healthy coping mechanisms? So first things first, speak to somebody. Hmm. First things first, and then you realize that you can do all that. You can take a walk. You can read a book. You can meditate. Practice breathing. Yeah. Like there are several other things that you can do that will just help you feel lighter, clear your head, and think through what it is that you are feeling hmm. yes so what that's the most important thing actually thinking through what you're feeling and being able to understand that okay i feel a certain way what can i do about it and i find out that most people do not question how they feel yeah so the, the easiest way is to avoid it <laughs> like make they go everything yeah. everybody go do all right yeah no sit sit with your feelings like yeah. okay why am i feeling like this yeah. what made me feel like okay what can i do what should i say mm. i mean yeah practice the pause and then ask yourself a few questions questions and then you yeah realize. you guys remember the episode of the podcast i did about unpacking and how to use the because gibbs model where we feelings you say how did i feel before this thing mm-hmm. happened how am i feeling right now, now yes. how you know just always asking yourself how am i feeling we always ask us we ask our friends when i see you oh how are you how are you feeling are you okay that is such you an, never ask yourself exactly it mm. is that question how are you i think nigerians have so abused it that <laughs> we've lost the you know, the of, all, you know first of all as nigerians <laughs> you can't even ask your senior how are you so originally how are you is meant to be the deepest question right exactly yes so how yeah so i'm asking you how are you but most what we find out now is that most people don't even ask you because they want to know exactly how you're feeling they want to just know you are fine i'll be it's okay just, let's be going that's not even <laughs> it's just the normal good money how are you uh-huh. <laughs> that's the end but ideally when someone asks you oh how are you you should be able to say this is exactly how i'm feeling. how you're feeling and yeah. how you are yeah. so guys i mean when you ask how are you please calm down and listen to the answer because a lot of people are carrying a lot of yeah. pain around and um to be fair we do not treat that question as a question that is you know it's just a very rhetorical question how Mm -hmm. are you fine chicken now you know do you think that therapy also helps you like improve your relationships with others oh absolutely sometimes when people um have 
baggages that they've not unpacked mm -hmm. they they now become some, i know because i've been there yes yeah, so you feel heavy some sort of way mm -hmm. and when you feel heavy you find it hard to relate with people yeah that's the honest when you're going through stuff by yourself it's a struggle to relate to other people mm -hmm. so when you go into therapy and you're able to start working on the things that bother you or the things that you're having difficulties with you'll be more you feel lighter you will be more open Mm -hmm. to other people be more receptive so you can deal more and relate more with people yes so on a normal day i'm going through something i wake up in the morning i'm sad i'm moody i'm everything and my god and my my neighbor says oh i need help with something I'm like, ah, i beg i beg i beg i'm going to yes, work i don't have yeah. the energy but when you are in therapy and then you realize that i feel lighter and someone walks up to you to say oh i'm going through this thing even though you are not in the perfect place you'll yeah. be more will be open to say oh yeah. i do this do you want to talk about it do you want me to help yeah, you with this yeah. it actually does help a lot yeah yeah i agree and sometimes i find that when they say hurt people hurt people yeah uh -huh. so when you have issues that you haven't dealt with is it for you to transfer that to other people mm -hmm. and you know maybe at work you see someone that just snaps a lot something very small you just mm -hmm. say oh that person is very quarrelsome what is the major issue that is making them you know react that way or whatever it's because they also have unresolved issues and then they are projecting that to everybody else yes so i feel like if we can you know go to therapy walk through some of these issues it just makes for better relationships with other people if you can love yourself and treat yourself kindly be kind to everybody else you know i personally see that since i started going through therapy I feel much lighter. I've been able to uncover things that I didn't even know where, um, when I say the symptoms. Yes, absolutely. So it also goes to say, you know, sometimes we, we just say, or we have these sayings and we just say them and just let them go. Mm -hmm. You know how you say you can't puff an empty cup? True. It has negative and it has positive. positive so yeah. if you carry pain and hurt and trauma, you give from that aspect. Yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're carrying joy, if you're carrying peace, if you're carrying positive emotions, you would also give from that same. So yes, yeah. actually. Right, right, right. Um, hmm. So what are the different types of things that people seek help for? Uh, several, several things. Childhood trauma, sexual abuse, domestic violence, hmm. addictions, like ah, a lot. Sexual, sexual trauma. A lot uh, of wow. things. And then most times, I one of the things I try to do is try to create awareness around ACEs. There's, a, there's an assessment called ACE, Adverse Childhood Experiences. And I think every Nigerian should take that assessment. Yeah, Pauline actually made me take the assessment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss my results. Hmm, but talk, yes. talk a bit about So I think ACE every thing. Nigerian should take the assessment and just know where you stand. Because the, the it's a question of 10. And then you have questions like, did you see your parents or an adult around you smoke or drink? Did you see your mother being hit? Did you see anybody go to jail or um, did you experience unwanted sexual contact did you feel put down or insulted several things and these are supposed to be experiences before you turn 18 years old mm. so i think an average nigerian would have experienced at least at least <laughs> let me just say at least two <laughs> you know of the and then we realize that these are the things that form childhood trauma yeah. and then we grow up and we are these bitter people we are angry adults we are impatient we are emotionally unavailable <laughs> <laughs> you know several yeah. of these things that we see with adults now and mm. everything goes back to childhood, childhood how, yeah. how you were brought up what you experienced and all so people come to therapy with several several things mm. several things and because there's a lot of stigma around therapy, that's why I asked this question around what are the kind of things people come to therapy for? Because in our society as well, we think that you only seek therapy when you are mad. 
<laughs> I don't know where we got that from. Like, I'd like to clear that. Mm-hmm. So when you hear mental health, please don't hear madness at the back of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, people can actually be insane. That's um, that's psychosis. Psychosis oh. is a mental health disorder. disorder yes, like schizophrenia. And yes, there right? several of them, but it does not mean that is mental health in its entirety. Right. So yes, mental health and madness they don't even mix. So just calm down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um. You can go in there for anything. Like I said, I was just beating myself up for making a mistake about something because mm-hmm. I was dealing with perfectionism, right? And that's why I went in there. Mm-hmm. And then that uncovered so many other, other things, things for me that realized that you're doing this because of this. Like there's something um, that my therapist mentioned about an iceberg, right? You see how you only see it poking from the top. But beneath, there is a huge mass yeah. of ice, you know. Yeah. That's how our emotions are. That's how our, our, mm-hmm. that's how our mind works. You just see one small thing. Well, I'm not happy. What's making you not happy is a combination of several, <laughs> several, several things. things. Yeah. Yes. So they, somebody has to come and help you crack that iceberg and see what are the things inside here because that's the only way you can actually move move past it and, you know, get get better. So, Absolutely. Yeah, because even at work sometimes when they give the option of, you know, you can talk to a therapist or whatever, people, nobody wants to go because they don't want to be seen as mad. <laughs> it doesn't mean you are mad. Yeah. We are all human beings. We all fall sick. Exactly. We all, we all need somebody to talk, to, talk to. to. Yeah, yeah. We all need to find out. And let way. me to just say this here. You see that time that you're not feeling happy that you call your friend and talk to them. That means you were mad that time as well because that's what you do when you talk to a therapist yeah. or you talk to a professional. Yeah. Or something is happening in your marriage and you go and talk to your pastor's wife or your pastor himself mm-hmm. or you go and talk to a, a woman that's been married for 25 years to discuss your marital issues. Mm-hmm. That is couples counseling. Mm-hmm. It is the same thing. So yeah. it doesn't make you mad. I feel like if we say it in plain terms like this, people will be able to better yeah, understand, understand it because it. that means I've been seeking therapy for as long as I remember. Mm-hmm. Because every time I have, I call my friends, I call Jennifer, I call somebody, we will talk yeah. and we will vent. Yeah. In fact, we even had a program called Vent. <laughs> that means we're all mad, mad people. <laughs> you see the very, logic. Very it makes no people. sense. Um, so when you're looking for an avenue to vent or even you're talking venting with your peers or venting at mm-hmm. work or talking to somebody that you can trust, mm-hmm. that is therapy. Yes. That's counseling. It That's, is. you know, finding help so let's just dead this narrative especially for us young people mm-hmm. that you know mental health or whatever is it's one terrible thing or oh, i never want to be associated with that dude you're only going to carry on this pain and transfer it to your children, children yeah. and it's just be a cycle, a cycle. right I don't know, we're cycle. talking about this thing about cycles yes some of us are where we are now because of how we grew up how we grew up our right parents since but parents' style of our parents. Parents, exactly. Yes. Um, and, you know, when you go to therapy, you see some people have never been hugged. Some people have never heard I love you from their parents before. Yeah. So how can you expect that person to express love or just be just be okay with expressing love? Or even receiving love. Receiving love, exactly. You know, I heard a story of a guy that, you know, um, in his university, they had finished their final year. So as part of their final year festivities, they said all of them had to call their parents and express how they were feeling. Because what happens with final year is that on the day of the graduation, parents come, everyone is taking pictures. We're just in the, in the, is it the paparazzi oh, of the, the moment. moment. <laughs> Nobody's actually reflecting, is my child actually feeling proud right now? Mm-hmm. So this um, teacher of theirs made all of them pick up their phones and call their parents in front of the class to say to their parents, Daddy, I've just finished right now. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm very, I'm, I'm happy how proud I've made you 
blah blah so this particular boy called his mother and he said all the things that you know just the generic stuff and the woman said everybody must say to their parents i love you thank you for you know paying for my education this boy couldn't say i love you to his mother there was nothing they could do to him to make him say it you know but the woman kept insisting and eventually when he said i love you he ended the call very quickly and he burst into tears he was weeping uncontrollably because he's like never in his life has he this is the most uncomfortable thing anybody has ever made him do to the mother that gave birth to him to to say i love you to her was that much of a pain yeah you know so how can we really check this because this is something across nigeria a lot of people have never I love it's now that people are saying I love you to their children. Yeah. I love you or I am hugging their parents or kissing on their parents or all of that. It was not the norm, right? Yeah. How do you think that has affected our generation? So the thing is, because our parents carry their own traumas mm-hmm. that they haven't dealt with, they transfer it to us. Mm. And one of the ways we can check it is for us to fix our own traumas now because if we, if we don't fix it we'll have our own children and then we'll also pass it down to them yeah. so to stop this cycle the Pain. best we can do we can't force our parents to go to therapy yeah we so can advise we them. can advise them we can try our best though <laughs> but we can't force them so but what we can do is we can fix ourselves right. and that's where we should start from so fix yourself before if you're not married please go into therapy if you're seeing someone encourage person to go into therapy like if you guys can go individually mm. yes and then fix yourselves and then when you start having kids you realize that your parenting style will be different yeah. and then your kids will be more open to you and you just feel like the things that you could not Tell your parents things that you could not, the way you could not be with your parents. Just create that atmosphere for your kids as well. And you can only do that when you fix yourself. So, mm, yeah. So, I think it's a good time to bring in hmm, Odogu Malay. <laughs> <laughs> she has been waiting <laughs> on the sidelines. Oh my god yes so i want to um bring in another guest on the show this is a double double episode <laughs> yeah so i have my friend jennifer okegwale um <laughs> you all know me already i'm a superstar <laughs> i've been on this podcast before you don't mean it so i have jennifer on the show um jenny is my girl and jenny is someone that keeps it very real you know and you Obviously, there's no way I can have this conversation without talking because we've had similar experiences, especially with therapy. You know, so Jennifer, have you ever gone into therapy before? So, um, I've been to therapy. I actually went to therapy this year, which really helped me. Um, I was dealing with a lot of anger issues. I didn't know what was making me angry. Every little thing. I mean, you could just sneeze. I'm like, why are you sneezing? (laughs) What's wrong with you? You know, so I used to get really, really, really angry. And going to therapy really helped me learn a lot of things, helped me unburden things I had numbed. Mm. I'm a professional when it comes to numbing. Oh, Lord. I don't know how to express myself properly i just ignore or shove it aside or act like it didn't happen Mm. but therapy helped me understand that it was okay and it was normal to do all of that and yes i learned how to journal as well oh yeah 
<laughs> yeah, things like anger issues. Sometimes you can find yourself just being angry for no reason, you know. And when it's not something you ever think that I need to go talk to somebody about. You just feel as if oh, they annoyed me. It's fine. Highest after the anger, after the outburst, you go and apologize to the person, and you mm-hmm. think that that makes it okay. Yeah. But not not. So I even think that I have a lot of respect for people that go to therapy because it takes a level of responsibility and accountability to yourself for you to say hmm. I think I, I need to find seek help and I'm going to pay out of my pocket, you know, to go and seek this help for, for something that I could get just by talking to a friend, which is the normal thing we do, you mm-hmm. know, but to talk, to talk to a professional. And you've said that it has really helped you, right? You yes, it did. It, it really did help me because I noticed my mood swings came to the barest minimum. Mm-hmm. I learned how to ignore certain things like, mm, this one, it's not your madness that we trigger me today. <laughs> yeah. Ah, no, yeah. I really learned a lot with um with therapy. therapy. So yeah. So what do you think um could be the thing where some family members or friends might feel betrayed? Like, why couldn't you come talk to me sometimes? Don't you, you don't you see that that happens? They'll be like, uh uh-uh, why are you going to pay somebody to talk to when I'm here? Or you yes, yes, like, yes. You've spoken to me. I was here all along. But I, I, that with that, I feel it's easier, or you get more honest conversation when you talk to someone you're not emotionally attached to. I agree. Because once you're emotionally attached to that friend or that parent, there are certain things you won't even feel comfortable saying. Saying to them, True. you won't say everything. You won't unburden properly. Yeah. You know, you try to keep up that perfect image of okay, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. But with a the therapist, you get to say it all you bet all i'm like you know what i'm gonna cry my ugly cry <laughs> i'm gonna sniff that ugly sniff and i need your help so yeah. how do i navigate this 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 yeah. this i agree i agree it's much easier talking to a stranger pauline in your own experience here do you think that because obviously jennifer is your sister if we if that wasn't clear enough <laughs> but jennifer yes. did not speak to you I hope you did not feel any certain way about that oh of course not so one of the first trainings you get when you go to learn how to be a therapist or counselor whatever yeah. it is is you learn how not to there are ways you can do it but it's just better you avoid being a therapist or counselor to your spouse or to your family member mm. or what's it, it's just the same same thing with doctors they yeah. can't treat their you spouses, treat spouses or, yeah, yeah it's the same thing so i understand the best i can do is give her a shoulder to cry on you know listen sometimes mm-hmm. but there's a limit i can go with yeah. techniques or things that she can do and all of that mm-hmm. and also we could like to add that while talking to your friends and family you know talking to your pastor's wife and all yeah. that can be therapeutic sometimes there are several techniques that a professional therapist or counselor would apply while you're in therapy or counseling that yeah. a friend or a pastor's wife may not know know to apply and the great thing now is some pastors are not actually certified counselors Mm. so while they are giving you their pastoral office (laughs) advice and everything they also give you you professional counseling and all of that yeah that's cool yeah we're saying yeah for those of us that went to boarding school, (laughs) (laughs) I was shipped off to boarding school very young my god there's a lot of trauma in fact if all of us can gather in a room, man. Tears. Because, because um, these were very formative years. And we were, de- we were all dealing with a lot of things that we did not even understand. You yeah. know, that's when for the first time you, you really understand friendships, you know, or the dynamics of friendships started in that boarding school or within secondary school. 
for instance. So that's when you have the cool kids, you have the not so cool kids, you have the rich kids, you have the poor kids. It depends. You do not start talking about what primary school did you go to, what school did you go to, uh, what's your provision, um, do you eat Kellogg's or do you eat NASCO? Do you <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. God. Listen, I'm telling you Bare real pressure. life, real life um, experiences, and. Some people started, um, some people's um, self-esteem started to get battered, you know, because that's, you have you guys watch Mean Girls? Do you remember the movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what high school is. That's what secondary school is. Mm-hmm. So if you are dealing with weight issues, for instance, they'll be calling you fat. If you are skinny, they will say, ah, sick, belebe. You know, <laughs> God, I feel like going to therapy and talking to a therapist and walking through some of these issues. Some of us are the way we are as adults now because of some of those things, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I would mm-hmm. say for one, bullying. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Gosh, I was bullying. bullied. I was beaten by seniors a lot. I was always being um, singled out. Me and my friends, you know, always being singled out and being harassed or just for no reason. Yeah. You know, just no reason at all. Um, they used to tell me that I used to feel, used to feel cool. You always feel. Like I think cool. it's a power. It's a power thing for bullies. They just mm. like to feel like. I'm in charge of work. What power? You're in SS3, I'm in JS2. Like, yeah. you, you are the only That's power. a long, that's, that's a, a long, long stretch. Actually, it's different. Yeah. It's a difference. So, we bullies, I think it's just power. And it's just the same thing, actually. So, another thing for me is peer pressure. Mm. Yes. Or oh, everybody's doing it. So, why are you not doing it? Is that we're not cool enough? Or when you yeah. have clicks and yeah. everybody's oh. doing something. So, ah, we're doing all back. Oh. Guilty. You know, <laughs> Oh God! I was in a clip. So peer pressure in yeah. high school is whew, yeah. That's where it starts from, actually. And then that thing used to make, lead people to lie. Remember some kids used yes. to always know that they used to lie. Yeah. Yes. I would say my father is the owner of um, this airline. <laughs> or when we were traveling for holiday, I put my hand outside of the plane and touch the cloud. You put your hand outside, outside of, of the, the plane. plane. Wow! You know, if I've not had that lie. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, kids come back from holidays and make all these lies. Or maybe your peers are traveling. Everyone, when we come back from holiday, the teachers are not able to help you matter. They say, write about your holiday. Your holiday. <laughs> um, when I went to London, you're like, ah, me. Okay, me, I went to Australia. Because you know, like, <laughs> those are places where people Nobody really, can verify. Exactly. Oh, I went to Australia God. for summer. You spend your holiday Googling places yeah find out okay what's more of this street what's more of this store yeah. in this country so that when i get back to school i can talk about you know i have something to say yeah ah, and then we used to have slum books do you remember slum books eh? oh god oh, wait. Mm. please if anyone that went to secondary school with me has a copy of their slum book i'd like to read what i wrote then <laughs> because slum book was supposed to be a nice idea of you know tell us about yourself it's something like what you're doing on instagram and social mm-hmm, media mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. right um your favorite musician favorite i had a friend of mine that they said dislikes you know you say likes and dislikes her dislikes she wrote washing washing clothes and the devil i was like see, ah, this, from where to where? see the spectrum <laughs> wow she didn't even say washing and ironing the washing and the devil so you can imagine how much she hates washing right yeah so those slum books you see you read some of the cool kids you can see there's a lot more too she, mm. they're writing things like mm-hmm. uh, my best trip was when i went to disneyland in orlando florida hmm you, you never even go to Maroc. Suleja. Or your best thing you've ever gone to is Hilton. Or Abuja Amusement Park. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. That, uh, well, at least we had Abuja Amusement Park. But imagine, even those of us, in fact, it's just crazy. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And that's just one. Then people that went to mixed schools, you know. 
boys in the yeah. class. Yeah, you have to keep up appearances. Yeah, yes. you always have to. Even when you're a dirty pig, you have to struggle to be clean. To be clean, yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah, which is a good thing. But then you were, you were being, not for yourself. Yeah, you were just to, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe boys. All the boys like other people, but no boys like, like you. Yeah. Ah, that can be and very the other one I noticed was um, girls who try to mock you in front of guys to feel cool. Yeah. Yes. That's all the things that batter your self-esteem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely, self-esteem. definitely. Definitely. You don't grow up with terrible esteem, esteem issues. issues. So we're just giving examples of it. I mean, to our own assessment of different things that could that can actually have an impact on how you relate right mm-hmm. now yeah. you know um things and there's some things that we do that are what's the word now a lot of things we do unconsciously like we in sort of say ah light skin boys hmm, please oh i don't like light skin boys pink clips ew uh, yeah exactly <laughs> or if he's not bearded nothing so do you know how repeating that over and over and over for someone that is you know maybe he's light skinned or whatever he, feels like it now becomes the norm that yeah. oh light skinned boys are like oh, they're yeah, not, somehow they're, yes. they are lower on the pecking order yes. that doesn't make any sense you know I just feel like we can be kinder and please Jennifer you are a twitterer Mm. How do you cope with your mental health and still have Twitter? Please tell me. Oh, I okay. feel like Twitter is a terrible <laughs> street. But Pauline is the one street. <laughs> to be honest, I love it. Just before she starts to defend, let me just put it out there that Twitter is not a nice place. Twitter is not for me. I know for you. It's, it's actually all. very toxic, and it's not about Nigeria. Everywhere in the world. Okay, so over to yeah, you. Twitter Nigeria. I apologize on your behalf. <laughs> Twitter is amazing. Please, you get to learn a lot. Mm. Forget the toxic uh, nature. Just put that, put it aside. Put it aside. How you put it aside? <laughs> no, but then um, with Twitter, you need to know when it's getting too much. You need mm. to know when. You need to understand yourself, mm. and you need to know how to curate your timeline. Yeah. So if you are on everybody, or if you're following everybody, you get to see all the nasty stuff, which mm-hmm. can affect your mental yeah. health. Right. But when you curate your timeline to what you want or what you want to see, you enjoy it. Jennifer, you know I used to be a Twitterer, right? Twitter. Mm. What was the name? Tweets. Tweets. Twips. Tweep, exactly. I used to be, I used yeah, to be very active on the tweet, Twitter. Well, maybe I stopped being active in 2014. And at the time, I remember, maybe I don't know if it still happened. Do they still do tweet fights? Yes. No, it's not exactly. It's not called tweet fights now. What's it called? Um, what's it called now? Where somebody, two people are going at it. Yes, right? yes, yes. subs. They'll say, hey, you are becoming insulting mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody will now yeah, come that's and retweeting. Happen. Yes. Yeah. So Twitter for me was like it just another exposes high school you. again. Mm-hmm. That was how I felt. Mm-hmm. So they still had some cool kids. Mm-hmm. And they still do till now. They mm-hmm. do. Like influencers or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. You still have the ones that are hustling. They are trying to be in to favor, blend in. In the hair, favor of the influencers. They are always retweeting their stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have people that go there and lie yes just yes, to feel among, to feel among. Mm-hmm. so this is why for me i feel as if it's just a repeat of secondary okay, school, school. like yeah at what point are you going to be very comfortable in your own skin knowing that this is who i am you know if it's whatsapp story that is your own local league that you just be up <laughs> it's true you don't want anybody to Trust pressure it you put it there only the people that are your phone that you know, no. and know mm-hmm. that will see your post mm-hmm. but Twitter, Instagram, all of them are the same thing. But I feel like Twitter is because it's just words. Yeah. And words are very hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when you are you type tweeting, put it out you know, there. How many tweets per hour? No, you think, hour. You, think, you think with Twitter now is um, you can turn off your comments the way you turn off your comments on Instagram. So you don't really okay. have to exchange all of, that. all of that with anybody. You can limit who sends you. If someone sends you a DM or whatever, you block. Yeah. Straight up. So you don't have to respond to 
anybody like i said um with twitter now it's um how you curate your timeline pretty yeah. much who you follow right, what you listen to or because now it has we have twitter voices i think mm, yeah people can actually add yeah voice you can everything. add voice now so it depends on what you want or what you okay. you, you expose yourself to True. yeah like sometimes some people even put up um what's it called adult whatever yeah content content so Depends on who you follow. Some people be like, oh, I just saw so 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 so, and so I'm happy that the people on my timeline are not retweeting yeah. it for me to see. To see. And that's because yeah. they've curated that their timeline to that um cool, calm place, place. where they can just escape all right. to or whatever. That's all nice. That's all nice. I just feel, I'm just uh, I agree with you, and I'm glad that this all of this is happening. I know one specific example that really really turned me, you know, off from Twitter was um, is a community. You know, mm-hmm. and you all know each other you know mm-hmm. you don't even have to follow somebody to know them because mm-hmm. someone will retweet it to your timeline mm-hmm. or they are influencers and when Chrissy Teigen lost her baby oh my god oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Brutal. it was very brutal and everyone was saying like maybe you you deserved it and we were really going in on her and I was like what's the justification for this they said yeah. because she's also as hard on other people people yeah that's I'm like, what kind I mean, of like, community is Jesus, this? life, life happens. Somebody has lost her child, but you are more concerned about, her about the fact that uh, she's done something to similar. So let us go and drag her down. And is that pull, pull down, pull down, pull down yeah, mentality says, in that place yeah, that, you know. Alrighty. Um, so, we, like, we, Pauline actually said it brilliantly that we are talking about mental health and emotional well-being because mm-hmm. we do not want to repeat the same mistakes that have been repeated generation after generation mm-hmm. after generation. It is important. It is necessary. I have a lot of friends. In fact, I don't think there's any friend I've spoken to in recent time that hasn't gone to therapy and I'm so proud. I'm so yeah. happy that this is the kind of people I hang with. Mm-hmm. Everyone has seen the benefit of it and there are different things you can deal with. You can go and learn how to deal with guilt, for mm-hmm. instance. Some people are struggling with guilt. Some people are struggling with religion you know God. that's something you can go to therapy for as well you know about heartbreaks oh, ah, breakfast breakfast that people have been eating <laughs> 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 time after time after time a friend of mine came on the podcast and she said that the, the good thing is that we shouldn't kill the young girls in us the little girl in you yeah and i and that thing was profound in my mind because you know how we in secondary school or when we were much younger now you know we used to dream just they dream and you you know people are going to hurt you but you just pick up yourself and continue yeah but now as they hurt you you're like never again ever <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> never <laughs> wow <laughs> I don't have a Varakari voice. I would have completed the notes. Oh my God, you say never again for me. This will never happen. Whatever. (laughs) That's what makes us, you know, just become so afraid. And there's something you said about fear that was profound. Can you say it again? Okay, so like to tell people that fear is like a growling animal without teeth. Okay. So you know how you have a dog in front of you or just picture a puppy, yeah? Just the picture is very scary dog, like a pit bull or something. He's doing in front of you, but it doesn't have any Teeth, so you won't be afraid of it, right? It can't yeah. bite you. The best you can do is just, you know, find your way to just shove it aside yeah. and get past it. So that. Oh right. So um, Pauline has taught me another one now. Fear is like an animal, a gray growling animal, a growling animal that doesn't have any see. teeth. So you just see it. It's just manifesting as if oh, it's scary, but it's not scary. You must walk past it. So that's yeah. if you've dealt with heartbreak over and over. The most important thing is pick yourself up. Do not be afraid to try again. Love is a risk, like uh-huh. my friend says. Um, so. Um, let's just open our minds. I hope that with this chat, we've made it very, very easy and breezy for people to understand that seeking help or talking to a therapist, someone that doesn't know you, that doesn't understand you, so they don't have any pre preconceived bias of you, mm-hmm. is very, very important. It helps you and 
<laughs> Pauline, I was also asking you that. Why is that when you tell therapists, they ask you, have you eaten today? <laughs> you say, I haven't eaten yet, but I'll eat in the next two hours. They will go and pick up the middle of <laughs> <laughs> the next two hours. Do you think you have a problem with procrastination? <laughs> <laughs> so that video therapy is, it, they will always ask you questions based on what you are saying. Okay. Based on what, on, based on what you're trying to unpack unpack or release so your questions will always come around the things that you say by yourself so you're trying to dig into what is what is it that is going on inside inside your mind yeah Yeah, that's interesting because that's something (laughs) i find very fascinating i'm like you asked me this thing i answered you this thing but what you've picked up is that thing and that thing that you've picked up is even the most important thing because when you ask me more questions and i'll be like oh my god yeah you are right you know therapy is amazing and talking to a professional and a good one as well because this disclaimer, I always make it. Um, we all know that with hospitals, there are good hospitals and there are bad hospitals. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are some counselors or therapists or whatever that are not also the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, so let's not just assume that it's a, it's a field that anybody you talk to will give you help. Yeah. So also, referrals are good. Absolutely. Yeah. So ask people, who did you talk to? Yes. Get recommendations, you know. Yes. There's a particular therapist that I heard of that I was going to go to and talk to. Hmm. If you see their terms and conditions on their form they sent, I was like, nah, these people are too mean. First of all, if you are late by five minutes, we're still going to charge you. If you do this, <laughs> any, even if you have a family emergency, you must pay the full fee. Oh, we don't wow. care whether you're late or not. I was like, why, why are you using this tone? That's a red flag. <laughs> I'm serious, it's oh, a red no. flag. I also had one. The first, when I was looking for a therapist, um, there's someone they recommended on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I contacted the person it was a guy i was like okay please use your office um okay i'll be 10 minutes late i'm like ah uh-uh. <laughs> hello <laughs> sir is late. why are you late <laughs> then he got described the place oh my god location is key yeah when i saw the person i saw the place i was like um something just came up now so i have to go home <laughs> my, mom, my mom has an emergency <laughs> I had to make a U-turn because yeah. I wasn't comfortable. Yeah. I was like, nah, this doesn't look good. For a job like this, you need to come correct. <laughs> like, guy, I'm coming to talk to you, but you're not correct. What's the point? I feel your pain. Instead of meeting a couch, you see bench. <laughs> Cobwebs on the building. I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. Can't be me. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but good good thing. You now have Zoom. The lady I'm talking to is not even in Nigeria. Yeah, you can She's do virtual. Yeah, so you could have virtual sessions. You could have, some people have a waterfront office. So you're sitting and enjoying the view and you're having this chat. Just have this chat anyway, you know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I think um, per session, it can go up from maybe 20,000 per session to maybe 100,000. It depends on who you're talking to but i don't think it should be a cost decision it shouldn't be a decision that is based on price Mm -hmm. it should be based on how do you connect to this person how comfortable are you talking about your problems we all have problems let us establish that we all have issues or problems nobody is and having problems and admitting it doesn't mean that you are less of a human being doesn't mm-hmm. make you any in fact even doesn't makes you, change anything doesn't change anything even Does makes you move one hair from your head it makes so. you more human it makes you more thank you jenny it makes you more human and it earns you my respect and the respect of anybody that has a brain mm-hmm. because like we've established the brain is just another organ the same way you, you people are doing high blood pressure medication and uh-huh. um, pacemaker people have bp monitor we wear Everything. our watches to help us monitor our uh, health our that's steps. the same exactly. way your steps, that's the same way your brain also needs to be taken care of uh-huh. okay so thank you pauline thank you very much doris thank you jenny but before you guys go you know people now must play game <laughs> ah yes so and she's the party pack jenny you're a big wow
So this game here, yeah, I'm testing your singing ability, right? And you're thinking on the spot. <laughs> so any hesitation at all, you get shot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start from this side. So that... <laughs> Oh this God. is red light, green light, stop. And you inside my house. So, yeah. So, this game, um, any word I give you, use it to make a song, right? And then we'll go around. Uh-huh. So, the first word is happy. Jenny. H-I-P. Oh, what the? Song is music. Use the word music in the song. Hey. Okay. Music makes me lose control. Pauline is black. And you're even the last. Okay, this last round, this last bonus round is you must think of a Kanye song. Any song at all. So I'm not gonna ah, give you yes, let's do this. I'm not gonna give you a word. Ah, yes. Ah. So I start first. La 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 la. Wait till I get my money right. Mmm. Uh, my casting is very fast. Uh, oh God! songs. Okay, black skin head. Yes, black skin head. That's like Sing my favorite. Sing Lamborghini Mercy. Lamborghini Mercy. Let me take it by his good morning. Oh, good morning. Black skin head is very All right, guys. It's been a very beautiful episode i've had so much fun with pauline and jenny and you know it's just been i even feel lighter <laughs> because you're in the room hey god <laughs> um, yeah so thank you so much pauline for thank coming you the thank you so much uh, some of the t- i won't fail to ask you this are there other are there any things that we that easy for us to do to just distress like is it like oh yes, yes, yes. absolutely Take a walk okay. early morning or in the evening, mm-hmm. learn to journal, meditate, and then deep, deep breaths. Yeah. Now, there's a technique for breathing where I should breathe in, your tummy goes out. When you breathe out, your tummy goes in. That's okay. the correct breathing technique. Sorry, let's repeat that. When you breathe in, mm-hmm. your tummy goes out. out. When you breathe out, your yeah. tummy goes in. Okay. So that's okay. the correct breathing technique. So you can do that. Do that. Whenever you feel overwhelmed or you're getting really angry just take deep breath then you take about five you realize that it's okay it's coming down it's coming down yeah all right and then for me our advice listen to music i mean music for me is yeah, also music. very very helpful the gospel music in fact i am very particular about some songs if i'm feeling some setting where i remember a word from the bible and i remember a song that you know i'll go and look up for it on youtube and it just helps me distress so music or rap music, whatever it is that floats your boat listen to music do things that make you happy and as much as possible if you can afford it talk to a professional about your whatever it is that's going on in your mind okay mm-hmm. anxiety stress whatever it is whatever you know, they will help you walk through it so, some people might be worried that um what if what i say to them how am i sure that whatever i say to them will not be shared with another party um i think com- 
as part of the ethics of their profession, um, they have to sign like a confidentiality agreement with you that whatever you say with them, say to them, stays with them. So that contract is something that you can also ask for if you've not been offered it to be sure that whatever you're saying, whatever details you're giving stays just between you and the party you've discussed it with. So that shouldn't be a cause of worry at all. Okay. Um, as we say our bye-byes now, don't forget to like, follow and subscribe. No, you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> just don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and all the other places you get your podcast, okay? So, it's bye-bye from Pauline. Bye! Thank bye-bye you! Bye-bye from Jennifer. Bye, guys! And it's bye-bye from me. Bye! <laughs>